This is a Rooster Teeth production. Cheers to all you tools. Crab walk your way into the stinky dragon. Lap up our latest latte. Grand Central Crustacean. It's a mixture of Arcana Cubes, Tanta Cold Coffee, and just a pincer of sugar. One pour of this percolation is enough to satiate any shellfish desire. Previously, our adventurers came upon the land of Karkasuk and met the mummy herself while saving her from a horde of Hordoom. But now it seems they bargained for more than they asked for at a bizarre bazaar. Pour yourself a potation. Let's proceed with this pungent pot boiler. Bizarre, bizarre. That's good. Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Gustavo Sorolla. I'm your dungeon master for our putrid party. I'm going to hit our four players with an arrow as they introduce themselves. A little uh, role-playing warm-up question. Get down. This week, the question is... Yes or no, your character thinks a hot dog is a sandwich, and why? God. <laughs> no! Your character, not uh, you. Hello, my name is Elga Von Brath. I am a half-elf vampire barbarian, and a hot dog is not a sandwich. That's, I'm not giving any explanation. It's just not. It's a hot dog. El- Elga's, <laughs> been hot having, dog hot dog. Elga's been having this argument for the uh, the 200 years that Elga's been alive. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> playing Gibson here, playing Chip Haney's a tiefling rogue, and a heck no, that, that ain't no sandwich. Also, I believe in hot dog superiority. No ketchup's touching my hot dog. It's only mustard and relish. Oh, I like Chip. I want to hang out with him. There you go. I agree. As Barbara. Uh, I'm Chris Damaris, and I play the human cleric, Barney Farney. And <laughs> you don't have to giggle every time you do your <laughs> you like character's you make yourself name. Laugh. I like that it brings him joy. Because he knows it's he knows it's silly. That's what it is. <laughs> but he's laughing at his own silliness. I like hot dogs. And the answer of yes or no? Sure. Okay. They they are they could be sandwiches. That's what you're saying. I like sandwiches. Okay. There we go. Great. That's good. Good part of your response. I think Barney needs a nap. My name is John Reising, and I'm playing Mati Confucius, who's the air cockering ghost monk, and I do not know what a hot dog is. Oh. Oh, it's an American food. It started in Germany, but we took it over and made it better and fatter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, are you okay? Suddenly, you hear someone to your left start to hack and wheeze uncontrollably. Then another person to your right screams at the sight of their arms and legs swelling with warts and boils. One after another, more people in the crowd start to either cough or swell until... Spilling out of people's throats are cankered frogs riddled with warts and boils. Ribbit. One after another, diseased frogs leap forth from people's mouths and quickly grow in numbers. One hops near your feet, and with one final croak, it explodes. Everyone make a constitution saving throw. Oh. Oh, dear. I don't remember exploding frogs in the Bible. I'm going to get hurt by this frog. Six. Uh, my constitution's good, but I only rolled a three, giving me an eight. Hey, I rolled a three, too. Hey. I rolled a one for a three. Wow, we are not constitutionally uh, resolute. We eight. all. You also did a check instead of a save. In case oh, oh. Sorry about that. Only been over 100 episodes. It's fine. Uh, same same modifier. <laughs> wow, we all roll terrible. Wow. Get, get them all out of yeah. the way now. All right. Is anyone like resistant to poison or immune to poison? Oh, I think I am uh, actually. It's not disease, is it? No, poison. I think as a goose, that is actually my thing. Oh, yeah. You're immune to poison. Yeah. Whoa. Can't poison if I'm dead already. Ha-cha-cha. So then this does not matter to you at all. I have a defense against poison. Yeah, that's uh, it's got a like. See how it has a little eye with the shield next to it. That means immune. So to clarify, what just happened? Barney is also immune to poison. Correct. Okay. So this only affects Elga and Chip, who take eight points of poison damage. Yikes! That was a spicy frog. Hachi chachi, <sighs> that hurt. Uh, there's a reason I don't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> what a cursed vileness is this? You look around and splat! More and more frogs are emerging from people and exploding with toxic fumes. The pestilence is spreading. We need to make haste to the seaport. Hurry, there's an exit to the northwest. Everyone make a perception check. Why do we gotta go to the seaport? To escape. It's the closest way out of here. Oh, just like, we're just, we're just GTFOing. Yeah. 12. 12. 17. 
Oh, bad rolls. Bad rolls. Seven. It's okay. It's just perception. I got other eyes around me. Okay, well, we'll start with Matid, who looks up to find the exit, but they are immediately overwhelmed with the vast infected crowds and clusters of stalls. It's a very claustrophobic scene. Elga and Barney, you notice that as people become infected by the toxic gas, they're turning into the Hordoom. If you wait too long, you may be overrun by a mob of them. Chip, maybe uh, you're powered by a hot dog today. You got a little extra... <laughs> <laughs> a little extra perception, a little extra sight. It was a pretzel bun. <laughs> you you mind your surroundings and notice a system of bridges and tunnels overhead snaking between the cannon walls, which might prove useful. Guys, I found a system of bridges and tunnels between the walls that might prove useful. <laughs> ah. Follow me. Thank you for communicating that so well. Oh, yeah. Okay, Chip takes point. Good to know. Y'all need to navigate your way through the bazaar and reach what you can see is a large archway to the northwest. But of course, you've got to navigate through all these things that are in your way. Causing you to slow down and maybe poisoning you, question mark. Well, poisoning some of us. You know, I might have some sort of potion. This isn't the kind of poison that it like continuously hurts us. It's just like one and done. Yeah, are they like Pokemon? Every step we take, they lose like a point of damage. Uh, no, you, you're not poisoned. You just take poison damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got a potion of climbing and an elixir of healing. If you combine them together, <laughs> you get to climb and feel good. As you're looking through your potions, three pestilent frogs leap out from a nearby cart. They're hopping towards you. It seems like with every hop, their body gets larger and larger. As they're getting closer, it looks like they're ready to pop. Chip, where do we go? We run. Follow me. And then I go left. We gotta go. We gotta go north. Northwest. He wants to go northwest. Northwest, which is left from here. Ish. Leftish. Yeah. And can Barney use himself as a shield to block? Like, don't be a hero, Barney. I'm not. You could bring. You could bring up the rear. All right. And act as a shield for us as we run. Okay. If you're at the back, then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you all gonna navigate the three frogs that have leapt out in front of you right now? Oh, they're in our way. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, You know what? Matid, immune to their poisonness, uh, rushes forward and does a flurry of blows against those frogs. Yeah, there's three of them. Uh, Go ahead and I guess uh, make some attacks. I will make an attack. Uh, because that's what I said I'm going to do. How many flurries do you get with your flurries of blows? Now I want to uh, make flurry. Make flurries mm. of blows. Uh, <laughs> that should be the next drink in the next episode. <laughs> Don't make me grimace. Hey. Um, Come on, you know you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. I think he's Mary McCheese over here. <laughs> Okay, so I can actually, I was trying to, I haven't done Flurry of Blows in a second. It's, I take an attack, and then after that, I can do two more attacks with my Flurry of Blows. So basically, I can do three attacks. Oh, okay, well, there's three frogs. So I'm going to smack these frogs. Hit them. Oh, thank you, thank you. One of the rare times it was on a low number and rolled to 19, which is a 24. That hits, believe it or not. You hit a frog with a 24. I would hope their their AC's low. <laughs> it's so high you hit all three at the same time, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> like they're stacked up on top of each other. Five damage. Yeah, the uh, frog deflates and croaks. <laughs> <laughs> What's it sound like? Fourteen on the next Kermit. That's a hit. Okay. <laughs> that one's oh a seven. So I assume he's he's yeah. bye Rip. Croak. <laughs> And then I do a 22. Ooh, Ah. Matid like hops out and like in a blinding flurry of feathers and fists uh, quickly dispatches the three frogs. Chun-Li these frogs (laughs) out of here. With, uh, with your arms or no, my feet. This is feet stuff. Oh, these are feet. I like to. I like to think that Matid really likes to use their feet, okay. like primarily for. So are you attacking. like leaning back on your elbows and like kicking, or, like what feathers? <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I'm like bicycle yeah. kicking like Blue Kang at these like three frogs ah. and just like gah, 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 <laughs> and then knocking them out. And you could flap while you do it, so you're like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. cool, blowing them away. All right, and then I uh, I turn back and look very proud of myself. Elga claps. Now, Matid, so I, good, so good. I know that in your, uh, you know, place of origin that frog legs are a delicacy, but I do not recommend that you eat these because they might poison you. <laughs> I, I cannot be a poison. Go ahead. Nom, nom away. <laughs> I do not eat them, though. Okay, yeah, you all uh, continue scampering your way out to the northwest, as uh, Elga was uh, very keen to remember. As you're continuing your trek, a Hordoom who's covered in boils is coughing and stumbling out of a nearby alley, looks up and locks eyes with you and quickly begins closing in the distance. Can I jump in? Go for it. I'll cast command and I'll say, go over there and point the opposite direction. Okay. I guess is go and point. I guess because I can use one word. One word. word. Yeah. yeah. So you have to take a, make a wisdom saving. Looks like a DC a 14. 14 wisdom yeah. saving throw. Okay. I guess I could say flee. Well, it rolled a three on its saving throw, so it obeys. 
and turns around <laughs> and immediately flees in the opposite direction. I love to, to think that it's like it's, amic- it's amicable. It's like oh, 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 what happens next? You're really beginning to close the distance, and you can see that archway in the distance. Not too far. It's really gotten a lot closer. You see a group of locals who run in a panic down the street and knock over a precarious stack of barrels. Every cask tumbles down and rolls into a nearby support beam of a bridge overpass. Kapow! The legs detonate and the stone bridge begins to crumble and collapse. Donkey Kong! You spot an elderly citizen trying to hobble to safety, but it's all happening so fast. Barney, one of you! (laughs) (laughs) I jump in to save the old person! Which one? (laughs) The one in danger! Make a dexterity check. Okay. 18. Ooh, yeah. Chip <laughs> deftly uh, jumps out very nimbly. Good thing you were taking point, as we established mm. earlier. Is able to secure the elderly citizen. Make a strength check just to make sure you can pull them out of there. Okay. Who are you? 21. Are I'm you? here to rescue you. My name's Chip Haney. Oh, dear. Just My because grandson's you... name is Chip. What? My grandson's name is Chip. All right, Grandpapa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a 21, you're able to lift the elderly citizen off of their feet and pull them out moments before the bridge crumbles and a large piece of stone falls where you were standing just moments before. Though you may naturally be close to death, today is not that day. (laughs) Go! Live the rest of your life in peace and happiness! Oh, thank you. Yep. They turn around and trip on another thing and fall (laughs) to death. So sad. They're they're totally Mr. Magoo it. But you have a a very keen sense of accomplishment after doing that. As you, you know, dust your hands off, I assume arms akimbo at your waist, the party turns around and realizes there's one pestilent giant frog standing between between you and your goal. It bounds in front of you with a thick thud blocking your path. Back down, everyone. It licks its <laughs> lips with a slimy tongue and you see a ravenous look in its bulging eyes. This one's mine. <laughs> Elga steps forward and swings at it with her great axe. I can't wait for this frog to eat our tiny little friend. <laughs> she could eviscerate it from the inside. Yeah, yeah. She's going to Drax it. Roll that attack roll. 15. That hits? Yeah. Cool. They ain't got no AC. This is a giant frog, though, unlike the little ones you, uh, oh, yeah. you attacked earlier. Uh, 12 points of damage. You take a mighty swing with your great axe, uh, hey! inspired by your party's uh, heroic actions, and cleave the giant frog in twain. Another one ribbits the dust! <laughs> <laughs> Ribites the dust. <laughs> you reach the northwest archway with a sign that reads Schla Tour Seaport. The exit is draped with beads and hanging cloth. I'm afraid I haven't been to this part of town for some time, but I do know the seaport has boats. Perhaps we can find transport and be able to navigate further into the city without attracting unnecessary attention from citizens. So we're getting in a boat to go where? Further into the city. Oh, is is this like a canal? Kind of like, are there lots of like rivers and things? There's not lots, but there is a like a canal that makes its way up and then kind of branches off into the city. It's called Schlatur. Schlatur Seaport. So, what are we looking at? How, where, what boats are there for us? Well, you're at the archway, and then the the exit through the archway is draped with beads and hanging cloth. It's hard to see through. Everyone, make a perception check, I guess, to see what you see. Seven. Fifteen. Eight. Twelve. Uh, getting better. Still not great. Nope. Barney, you notice a trampled sign buried in the sandy ground nearby that reads, shoot at your own risk, C-H-U-T-E. Not like bang, bang, shoot. So this is probably going to be like a slide of some sort. Ooh. I remember when my family used to take me to the water parks. We're tieflings, so we went to a special one that had boiling water. (laughs) (laughs) What does it say, Barney? It says, shoot at your own risk. I think there's a shoot. (laughs) <laughs> Bless you. What is a chute, Barney? Yeah, it's, a, it's a slide. Oh. I'll go full speed ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say, you're, you're leading. So. Cowabunga, dudes! Chip bursts through the beads. Make a dexterity saving throw with advantage. <laughs> well, I'm going to stop rolling. 24. Well, yeah, it's a 20. I guess you can't do any better than that. You step through, but perhaps because you're expecting it, you know, your feet kind of give out a little bit under you because the floor is super slick and greasy, and you begin sliding down a steep chute. It winds and curves, and eventually you reach the bottom. I'm not going to describe that until we get further along. It feels like this kind of a thing you shouldn't have, a, like a, uh, a vision-obstructing doorway in front of it. <laughs> that helps the adrenaline. Even just like a little window, you know, or something. I get there's a sign on the floor. There's no OSHA here. It's uh, it's really terrible. Could Elga jump through arms first? 
Sure. You also go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw with advantage because you're you're expecting this. Can I also ready myself to catch her if something goes south? Sure, why not? Five and then an 18. Oh, okay, yeah. You're able to slide through. Arms first. Ooh, it's like one of those water parks I've heard so much about. <laughs> I've never been to one. Maybe one of you can take me someday. <laughs> She's saying this all the way down the slide. <laughs> Just hearing it like a Doppler effect getting further I'm away. I'm having so much fun on this slide. It is such a <laughs> Barney? Okay, let's go. I'll go. <laughs> Same drill. Make me a dexterity saving throw with advantage, please, Barney. Also going to offer to help catch him if he okay. needs. You're just the dad at the end of the slide. <laughs> okay, here we go. Next one. That's 15 with advantage. Okay, yeah. Uh, does Barney do any special uh, maneuver going down or just like? I think he holds his nose and closes his eyes. <laughs> like it's an actual water slide. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is yeah. there actually water involved? No, no, <laughs> no there's no water. It's just so that the sound is just... It did feel like there was some kind of grease or slickness to the chute. I would hope so, because Barney's completely covered in metal armor. So it's just going to be... <laughs> <laughs> just sparks. <laughs> just sparks. <laughs> Barney's on fire at the bottom of the slide. Barney rolled a 15, so yeah, you're able to uh, slide down, holding your nose, and pop up off the slide at the very bottom. Mateed walks forward and parts the curtain to see what's on the other side <laughs> after hearing all these sounds, sees that it's a shoot and opts to just fly down, just to fly. Oh, Mateed, you're missing out on the fun. I, I, you know what? Mateed gets to fly around in ways all the time. Yeah. Doesn't really want to do it on the ground. I will say it is, it is dark. Uh, do you have like a I do. dark I can vision? See, I have dark vision. Oh, you do? Okay, great. When you part through, no one else noticed this because they just hopped through and immediately slid but it's pitch black. Okay. Well, I go in and I can see everything and I do a nice little maneuver through it all. It's like Thunder Mountain. <laughs> I can see everything. I see all, hear all. I can see enough. Okay. Uh, does anyone else have dark vision? I do. Uh, I, I have do. Like super dark vision. Super dark vision? He explained this yeah. to me the other day and it's actually pretty cool. I can see 300 feet in dark vision and I can also share it with y'all. Do we all have dark vision then? Yeah, we've established this dark vision oh, crew. Right. But like normal dark vision's like 60 feet. It's mm -hmm. like, this is like, I can see even better than normal. The length of a football field. And I will, I will share my dark vision. I will take your dark vision. That was very, I declare bankruptcy energy. <laughs> <laughs> I declare. Wow, yeah, this is, this is a really cool ability. I didn't know you had this. Uh, is it a monk thing? It's a twilight. Twilight, Twilight, Twilight cleric. Cleric, cleric, not monk, cleric. It's just a Twilight thing. You know, Edward it's just Cullen Twilight thing. and Bella, <laughs> they sparkle. It's so he can read his books in the dark. <laughs> so uh, you're able to make things out. It's not like seeing in the day. You're still murky, but you do, or you are able to see, you know, yeah. a little bit up to 300 feet, even though it is pitch black. <laughs> Anytime Barney's in the dark, I imagine it's like the Tom Clancy night vision noise. Just that, that sound. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are glowing green. I also want to do Vigilant Blessing, which gives me advantage on initiative. You doing that now at the bottom of the slide? Yeah. This room is extremely cold. That's the first thing that hits you when you reach the bottom, all four of you. It's like shockingly cold, especially considering the atmosphere you just left above right, the top of the slide. Desert. This is a weird port. I should have brought my sweater. Everyone go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. 14. 21 for our English listeners. 23. 15. Oh, okay. All of you are fine. Yeah, it's uh, super cold. <laughs> That's that was, that was shivery. <laughs> I got it. You're, you're just a Let's master. Let's all describe in detail in our voices how cold it is. I can close my eyes and I can picture it. Oh, this show is silly. Uh, what are we seeing? I'll make a perception check I uh, with disadvantage. Do, why with disadvantage? Dark vision. All of us are just uh, Mateen. Oh, if you want to look too, yeah. yeah He's I'd just the one you say you want to look around. Yeah. You said perception? Yes. With disadvantage. All everyone. of us disadvantage? Yeah. Even with yes. super dark vision? Yes. 18. Doesn't matter. I rolled a one. Four. Three. I'm a nine with disadvantage. 15. Once again, Barney, you're pretty much the only one who can really make out too much. Everyone else, it's it's too murky to see with any real distance, but Barney, maybe you're more experienced with this to see a little further out. It's kind of a long room and wide, kind of rectangular, and you think you're at the, like the northern end of the room. And along where you are here on this northern wall, seems to be like a bunch of crates. Hmm. Can I in inspect the crates and see if there's anything hidden behind them or in them or any hints of like names on the crates? Like the letters TNT. <laughs> <laughs> the crates uh, all uh, have uh, Karkasuk written on them. That's where we're at. Can I open up one of them? <laughs> yeah. How does Barney open up crates? Yeah, Barney, let's actually get into that. That's a, that's a great question, Matit. How do you open mm. up this crate, Barney? I think what I would do is I would take my Walker Warhammer and just 
Crowbar it. Yeah. Smash it with a hammer. Yeah. You smash the crate with your walker. Definitely TNT. And out pour <laughs> some uh, cutting utensils. There's like some cleavers, knives, hooks, some heavy duty looking scissors, saws, crowbars. Wow. Uh, Is it crowbar you said? Yeah. Okay. Can I pick up some scissors and crowbar? It's, sure. it's like when you need scissors to open a pack of scissors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So awful. Is there any, like, weapons worth a darn in there, or is it all just house utensils? It does seem like these are intended for combat. Okay. Because not a lot of people heard my joke, Elga picks up one of the cleavers, <laughs> and she holds it next to her, and she goes, Cleaver girl. Uh, <laughs> I did not hear that. That's a good one. Cleaver girl. <laughs> Cleaver girl. Mm-hmm. Clever. Is this thing on? Let me keep explaining here. Mati takes offense to that because Mati heard it and chuckled a little bit, and that wasn't enough for you, apparently. So. No, I need everyone's <laughs> approval. Everyone focus. <laughs> yeah, so it's just these crates in a long rectangular room yeah. that is cold. It's, yeah, very cold. Can I pick up two knives, two cutting knives? Sure. Also, quick thing that I forgot to do last time, the axe of the scarab that I got last time it requires attunement. Yeah. It, could I attune it while we're down here? Yeah, you can attune to it. Is there something special you want to do to try to become one with it or to try to attune it to yourself? Elga does this thing where because these things are so much bigger than her, she likes to hold it up standing next to her and just hug it because she doesn't show love and affection to a lot of things except mm. her weapons. Oh. Except things like that. that can draw blood. Yes. New Elgalore. Lots and lots of blood. Yeah, you feel uh, an innate connection with your Axe of the Scarab. Can I attune my Kopesh? Yeah. Anything special you want to do for that? When I went to assassin school, you know, we kind of did some Tai Chi stuff, but it was involving weapons to kind of make us one with our killing tool. So I do my, like, (laughs) 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 Thank you for making this an audio format. Yeah, but with a deadly weapon. Okay. And I do that. You feel a special bond with the Kopesh. Nice. Is there, let me see, do I have anything in my inventory for, like, lighting the way of any kind? I don't think I do. Yeah, what the heck is this place? Why is it so dang dark? And cold. Uh, is anyone else going to do an attunement by any chance? Just before we get to lighting the fire. I don't think I have to attune. Yeah, okay. I had to attune them whenever oh, right, I there it with is. them, but I don't, do I need to do anything? That yeah, was like, just qu- what special thing do you do to try to, like, make the item yours, you know? Well... For the Scarf of Sightless, I put it on, I close my eyes, and I envision the world around me as I see it. <sighs> and then for the Staff of Candor, I'm like, Chip, tell me something true. Oh, oh, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, you're one of my best friends, Barney. Really? Yeah, yeah, all of you, gang. You guys are so great. I don't know Thank if you. I trust Chip anymore. For some reason, the staff doesn't attune to you. I don't know why. <laughs> Barney gets really emotional and goes and hugs Chip. Aww. Oh, I give him one of those hugs, but when he doesn't let go, I kind of look around at everyone else like this. Elga sees them hugging and hugs her axe tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Chip, uh, can you help? Yeah, yeah, what do you need? Uh, can I whisper something to Chip? Oh, yeah. You guys, you, you don't listen. This is between me and Barney. I am not listening at all. I'm totally listening. I don't think... I don't think our bird friend likes me. <laughs> I don't think they do either, Barney. I, I, I'm trying to be friends. Yeah. I don't, no, I know you're doing your best, Barney, I but... You're so good at making friends. I uh, just... You know, you just gotta, you, you just gotta feel the room, feel the vibe, and sometimes people... They take what are you guys talking about <laughs> over here? Are we telling secrets? Oh, yeah, yeah but, uh, Elga, come here, come here. Oh, come yes, here. yes. Oh, Mateed, look at that uh, box over there. Okay, so we're discussing how Mateed doesn't really like Barney all that much. Oh, uh, no, Mateed loves Barney. Keep your voice down. Keep... <laughs> uh, ben described this as old man and Ted Lasso ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just, I'm just, just trying to make for, you know be friendly. I'm just sometimes I'm not the best at. You know, I don't. I don't know if Matid likes many people rather than they just accept people. Oh. Yeah, sometimes you just you just gotta lean into it, and you know when they when they they are kind of grumpy, then you just you just bring it back. And boom, Uno reverse, extra happy, huh? That's what that works for me. Yeah, that's that's thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate it really a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> no, this is good stuff. I like this. <laughs> While you guys were having that long awkward hug, Matid was attuning to their wrappings of antique. Matisse's going to pet Jacques oh. and do that little, like, when you, like, scruff the their, like, sides, like, back Size and forth with two hands, uh-huh. and you're, like, you're, like, just rubbing them, and, they, and makes yeah. the kitties get all, like, really excited because they like the pets. They're covered in cat hair now. 
Yeah. Cool. Is anyone allergic to cats? Does anyone need to make a, a constitution saving throw? No. <laughs> I forgot that I need to tune my robe of serpents, so I just take it and I whip it between my legs and then I floss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's how you attune? <laughs> I thought I was weird for yeah. the way I attune things. All right, everyone go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. No, oh. I, I had one more thing I wanted to do. Can oh, I do sorry. it Yeah, yeah, go for it. I have my sling of sandstorms. Oh, and, oh, oh, sorry. And yeah. since we're in a dark room, I want to test... Uh, <laughs> nope. I want to <laughs> give it a nice test fling in this dark room that's long Ooh. and send like just a like a nice pebble down the hallway to see like if we get a little bit of maybe some echolocation of how long this room is yeah. if there's something that it might hit so what happens you toss it down there and you hear like the pebble sounds like it bounces off of something metallic is the sound you hit barney above the floor or the floor like was it a wall it's low i would say that okay it's low okay thank you mm-hmm all right, now we're rolling for yeah, what? Everyone make a constitution saving throw. Full disclosure, God, I rolled a check, and it was a four. But I realized the error of my ways rolled a constitution saving throw, and it was an 18. All so right. do with that information what you will. Usually what we'll do is we'll take the, the check and just change the modifier, but you rolled again, so we'll take that. If you agree that every time you roll the wrong one, we're always just going to do a re-roll. That way you're not selectively choosing the best option oh, out of it. Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay. I rolled a one, and I am doing bad. 11. 11 as well for Elga. Matid, you're not sure. Maybe it's the sling or something about this room. You feel super tired. Like you just feel exhausted. Maybe it's all the cold in this room. Okay. The cold does make people tired. Wait a second. This is like a meatpacking plant because we found a bunch of cutting tools and it's cold. Perhaps we should open the other crates. Ah. Well, what was the constitution saving throw for? Probably because it's cold. Oh. Should we just keep walking until we, like, with our arms out, maybe, until we reach something that we could open? Or Barney might be able to guide you a little bit, because he did have a decent perception check. Just do, do that. open the crates really fast? Uh, yeah. I have the crowbar now. May I have the crowbar, please? Yes. Um, I use the crowbar and try to pop open, like, a couple more crates. Of course you can. I'd love to share my crowbar. All right, no, no reason to be so eager. <laughs> By the way, on your character sheet, Matid, you should mark one level of exhaustion. Oh. Only if you do, too. Yeah, the next crate says Carcassook TNT. Oh, oh. It's dynamite. I'm glad I didn't hit that one. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> a, but I, I can pop it open, right? Yeah. All right, I pop it open. What am I looking at? You pop it open, and it's filled with similar tools to the other crate. But it says TNT? Hmm. But marked how, what, what Barbara just said? Yeah. You look on the un- underside of the lid, and it says Carcassook Tender and Tasty Meats. Oh. oh. I knew TNT was going to stand for something else. I knew it. That's a hoodwink. <laughs> I was like, cleavers and knives. There's no T or, or N in Taste, there. Tasty and what? Tender and tasty. Tender and, and tasty. Can I do a quick, like, you know, spin around and looking at all the other crates to see if they're all labeled TNT? Yes. Okay. So uh, we seem to be in a, a meatpacking port. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perhaps we should proceed forward. Yes. Mentita, I want you to keep that crowbar. I got another one right here, and I pick one up. I drop the crowbar. Okay. <laughs> with, with a hook. Marnie, do you think you can yeah. guide us? Yeah. You seem to be able to see the best. Here I go. Which way do you want to lead everyone, Barney? You can either go like towards the east wall, the west wall, or continue straight down to the south along like, the middle. It's a rectangular room, right? Yeah. Can I see the ends of the walls? Yeah, it's about 20 feet wide, I'd say. Then I'd give Sko keep going down south. Okay. So you stay in the middle and head down to the southern wall. Yeah. All right, once you get to the southern wall, everyone roll me perception checks again with disadvantage. We're all the way at the other end of the building now? Yeah, you ended up walking about 40 feet, it seems like, more or less. It's 11. Uh, Four for Elga, but I did a a crit fail. Two. That is 11. This time we'll say, I mean, it was was good enough. Everyone who got the 11, which is Barney and Matit, the two of you are able to make out here at the southern end of the room that there's a small frost-covered chest sitting here up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And just beyond the chest is a door, and there's three levers on the wall. Mm. So many 11s in here, you might think that this is quite the stranger thing. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Um, I'll I just hover over the inspiration <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the look that Barbara has on her face when she says these jokes is this understanding of like, this is a bad joke, but I can't not make it, and I'm hoping you guys think it's good. 
can I inspect the chest? Is there a lock? Is it locked? Does it seem to be openable? I assume you mess with it with your hands and like try to. Yeah, I'm not trying to fully open it, yeah. but I'm trying to see if it's if it opens. Yeah, you you know shove it around a little bit and you know handle it, and it seems like it's frozen shut. Oh, huh. Could uh, Elga come over and try to help pry it open? Yeah, absolutely. I'll also help. Like, how are you thinking, Elga? Just, like, taking the two... It's not locked, is it? Can we tell if it's, it's locked? frozen It just seems shut. like it's frozen shut. Okay. She wants to, like, chip away at the ice that's, like, hey. on the crease of it. <laughs> uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. With just, like, her axe. Uh-huh. And then she wants to try to pry it open with her hands. Sure. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. 24. Man, Ilga almost rips the lid <laughs> off of the chest. You know, you do have to, to mess with it a little bit, but you are able to pretty easily pry the chest open. And as you do so, I'm going to say all four of you make a constitution saving throw. Open it with the help of Chip. Hey. Chipping away. Hey. With disadvantage or just regular? Just regular. Cool. 21. 18. Also 21. That's a seven. You know, sometimes we have days like that. You I'm know? glad it's out of combat. Yeah, yeah. Don't beat yourself up, Mati. You're, you're a very valued member of the team. I would like you to beat yourself up, actually. I think you're great. Oh, isn't that nice part? Matid, isn't that nice? I do not need the acceptance of other people. I love myself regardless. That's great. Very healthy. There's a lot to love. Oh, well, don't call them fat now. <laughs> As you pry open the chest, Elga, a cone of concentrated cold focuses out and impacts everyone in the party. Three of you are able to kind of like bear the brunt of it, but Matid takes a good amount of cold direct to the face. Mm. Oof. Uh, could I close the chest? It comes out and then very quickly disperses. Uh, okay, okay. What's the cold do? The cold gives Matid 26 points of damage. Oh my goodness. Uh, everyone else gets 13. Uh, Matid's down. So Matid's not down. Matid's frozen in place like a statue. Okay. Okay. Matit's frozen place and zero HP. And this isn't necrotic or disease, is no, it? No, cold. Can I Barney cast aid? Which I looked into it. Choose up to three creatures within range. Each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increased by five points for the duration. And because it's not healing, it can work on uh, people who are undead. I don't know if temporary hit points bring up someone who is it, It's at not zero. temporary hit points. The phrasing, I think, was specifically their current hit points up by five. So it's not, it's actual hit points, not. It's your hit point maximum and, yeah. and current hit points increases by yeah, five. So it's not temporary so hit your points. Your cup gets bigger and more gets poured in your yeah. cup. I did some research on that because I was trying to find a way to cure people. So technically that would put me at five HP while the spell is in place. Yes. And it lasts for eight hours. Concentration, I imagine. Mm -hmm. It does take concentration. There is a ruling here from Jeremy Crawford, who... Um, oh, yes, Jeremy. ...is like the, the person who... Mr. D&D. &D. Mr. D&D. &D. And uh, his exact wording is, if something in the game gives you hit points and they're not called temporary hit points, they don't follow the temporary hit point rule. And specifically, aid says each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increases by five. It does not call it temporary hit points. Specifically, you're right, Ben. I should give him his credit. He's the lead rules designer for Wizards of the Coast. So, oh, wow. yeah, Mr. D&D. &D. So, yes, you are correct, Chris. This would uh, uh, give Matit the five hit points. Okay. Turn to the book of Jeremy Crawford, chapter <laughs> 5, verse 13. So, uh, five? five? Yeah. For a second or two, you know, Matit is frozen in place in a statue, seemingly with a shocked expression on their face. This is literally just a chest in Ocarina of Time that freezes Link when you <laughs> open it. That's what this was. Mm. But uh, Barney comes to Matid's aid and defrosts them. So who do you all give that to? The three of y'all? Because I don't think I can do it on myself. So it's not anyway. temp HP. We just add five to our normal. You get your hit points increased by five, but you also get five hit points. Are you okay? I am okay for the moment. That's good. Merci beaucoup. I was sad when you were a block of ice. Elga, now that the um, the kerfuffle has died down, you notice that there is something, there's a dagger inside of the chest. Elga pulls it out. You grab it and pull it up, and everyone takes... No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I was waiting for it. <laughs> this room sucks. As soon as you pull the dagger out of the chest, the room seems to start warming up a little bit. What? Ice starts, you know, dripping and melting and turning into water. Was the dagger, like, in anything? Or was it just, like, in the chest? Just in the chest. Placed in the chest. Could I investigate the dagger or, like, see if there's anything, like, markings on it or words? It's a very unusual dagger in that it seems like it's made from a fang, like a tooth from a big animal of some kind. Does it look like a dragon? Make a nature check. 
Ooh, can I pull out my dragon sheet paper? Didn't you give it away? No, they didn't take it. I rolled a oh. nat 20, but minus one, so it's 19. Chris isn't upset by this. <laughs> it does not appear to be so, even with the reference from your paper. You said it's from a fang. Yeah. Is this like a weapon weapon, or is this like a... Yeah, it's, it's a fang that has been modified to be able to be used as a weapon. If you don't want it, I'm in dire need of small, pointy weapons. But also, you found it, How so... How about I hold on to it for now, and if you need it, uh, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is in character. Matite is laughing. <laughs> Matite, Matite thinks this is humorous. Sometimes Elga wants things more when other people want them to. <laughs> Salutations, my stinky supporters. Have you seen the latest Stinky Dragon puppet video? You deserve some more laughs in your life. It's, uh, it's all about, you know, making yourself chuckle. Obviously, you want to. You're listening to this hilarious podcast. So you can find all of our puppet videos on our social handles at Stinky Dragon Pod. And as an added treat, we're going to actually be introducing some animations. We're uh, in production on Stinky Puppet Adventures, the long form versions of those videos. So while we're making that, the animation team is stepping up and making some uh, animations to kind of uh, hold place while we uh, make the longer form ones. Great news, Stinkers. The Stinky Dragon dice are now available to everyone at the Rooster Teeth store. They sold out at RTX, so get them while you can now at store.roosterteeth.com. Did you know Stinky Dragon has a soundtrack you can listen to whenever you want? We recently dropped our latest Stinky Dragon soundtrack, Act 7 of Life and Breath. You can listen to it on all your favorite music streaming platforms. It features 11 tracks of tribal and ghastly themes. Plus, we've included encounter music to use in your own D&D sessions with your friends. Check it out wherever you stream music. You can add this to your inventory if you want, Barbara. It's labeled Fang Frost. Fang Frost. So uh, just as a reminder, uh, up against this wall, there was also a door and three levers. Hmm. Oh, is there anything marking the levers? Make an investigation check. Can I investigate as well? Sure. Yeah, why not? What does um, range mean when it says 20 feet out of 60 feet? Like if you throw it. So throw you throw it within 20 feet normally, then be at, beyond that up to 60 feet is disadvantage. Oh, okay. It's like too far. Like the shooting the arrow thing that, that Kyborg had. Exactly. 11. I rolled a three. Both of you look and neither you can find any markings on the three levers. Perhaps Elga and Chip, you might be able to decipher what is, is the use of these levers. I have an advantage on investigation because of my... Because you're a curious little girl. Because of my eyes of minute seeing. Minute seeing. Minute seeing. <laughs> 14. Yeah, go ahead and uh, check it out then. Come on, advantage. Okay, there's a 15 Better and than a <laughs> 7, so 15. Yeah, both of you look and neither, I guess none of the four of you are able to find any markings on these levers. Guys, I don't know about you, but I just I just want to start yanking levers. Like, what do you say we pull the left lever? Matisse slowly steps back about 10, 15 feet. <laughs> okay. Barney, I guess we'll do the same and kind of like ready himself. So you're just pulling one? Yeah. Elga, you want to take cover in case it explodes? Elga gets in the chest. We want you and your nice new dagger to take any damage. Uh, it's not very in character This you to be is that making way. me want to hold on to this dagger forever and ever and uh-huh. just go to sleep with it and think about it. Are you, you going to give it your special Elga hug? Yep. Sure am. I'll, I'll um, pull up my shield. I'll stand in front of uh, Matid and Barney. Okay, so Chip is pulling the levers, then behind Chip is Elga, then behind Elga, she's kind of blocking Matid and Barney who are behind her. Yeah. Okay. Which one do you want to pull? <laughs> Left, middle, or right? <laughs> Left. Uh, and, and before I do, I say, I'm going to say something real silly because I don't think that I live in a world where uh, uh, g- 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 God would make me, you know, say my last words, something dumb, you know? Like, I think they would give me some sort of poetic ju- cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> Not blurble gerble. Blurble gerble, oh, everyone. Going, blurble gerble, everyone. Blurble gerble. Blurble gerble to you. And a good morning to you. You pulled the lever on the left and all you hear like a metallic clink noise come from the ceiling up above you. Uh Uh-oh. Giant hunks of frozen meat begin falling to the floor all around. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Even though I'm like 15 feet back? Oh, yeah, it's all in the room, everywhere. What is this meat packing room? What is this room? (laughs) Did the Joker make this room? (laughs) I rolled a one. Was I able to, because I have advantage on dex? Yes. Against, okay. Uh, your danger sense would work. They were fairly readied up, too. I have basically not rolled above a 10 
this entire time with any of my natural dice rolls. I rolled a five, that's 10. I was an 11. 15 for Elga. Elga's the only one who makes it. Everyone else gets clobbered by giant slabs of falling meat and takes. Because I'm small, so I went, I was in between the slabs falling. Mm. Five. Oh, no. Five points of damage. Matid is down again. <laughs> a giant uh, rack of ribs falls on Matid's head and oh, knocks God. it under the ground. I, I want my birdie back, birdie back, birdie back. I'm down to one. Man, this room is worse than most enemies we have fought. <laughs> and it's just a meatpacking room. Let's be honest. It's a, it's a very dangerous profession. Gus, do you mind yeah. if I take my elixir of healing? Yeah, go for it. All right, it's 2d4 plus 3. I'm going to roll those d4. Just leave me down while you try these other levers. Is this why you got into baking? Yeah. Five. No, I bake with meats. Meat pies are fantastic. What if we cover you guys in the fallen meat? It provides kind of like a meat shield. Just cover everybody in my carcass. Does anyone have any healing potions? I just used the last of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, Normally I... I'd share, but I, I don't want to die from, you know, hitting the meat. All right, try another lever. I mean, are you guys good if I just keep on with the levers? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, you have the one in the middle and the one on the right. Yeah, left, right, and center. I'm going to go... I'm going to cast Bless. What does that mean? Uh, I didn't sneeze. Wait, no, that I can't do that because then we'd lose our five... You'd lose your five hit points Okay. because it's concentration. I'm just going to concentrate. Okay. Why don't you take cover under the slabs of meat, Barney? Yeah, I'll do that and get under my shield. What if we, you know, there's got all these crates around here. Why don't you guys all empty them out and then get in underneath the crates so they got, like, some protection? You pull the metal lever, all the metal goes... <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to Metal Gear Solid it and just have a, a crate yeah. over this. It's not a bad idea. If you want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off until you guys decide. I'll get in the box. Okay. I'm unconscious. All right, I stuff her carcass into Bear a box. carcass. Do you want to get into a box? No. Okay. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a box. Nobody puts Elga in a box. <laughs> All right, this could kill us. Hold my hand, Elga. Which one do you do, the center or the right? Center. Come on. Uh, okay, wait, hold on. Uh, I said cookie dough. Dookie cough. And then I pull the lever. <laughs> it's cookie dough, but C and D are swapped. Oh. Dookie cough. You pull it, and you hear a metallic clink God. come from the chest. Huh? Which chest? chest? The one that you opened where you found your very special fang. Can oh. I check inside of it? Uh, yeah. Make an um, investigation check. <laughs> 11. You see that there's like a locking mechanism in the crate that perhaps uh, was activated by that lever. So now the chest is locked? Or would have been. Correct. It's like if you see like a deadbolt uh, oh. point out, but the door's open. Mm. Okay. Well, that so, was harmless. This would have locked the chest if we had tried the levers before we opened the chest. All right. <laughs> Good thing you didn't hide in the chest. Hello. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, right lever. All right, everybody, ready up. Right lever. Here we go. I just want to point out, I can't say this in character, so you can't act upon this. We haven't tried the door at all. We've just been pulling levers. Horrible oh. garble! And I pull the lever. Yeah. You pull the lever, and you hear a metallic clink come from the iron door. Door's unlocked. All right, let's drag Batid's carcass out. <laughs> or maybe now it's locked. Maybe we should try opening it Can now. Can I go check the door? How do you check it? I take my sword and I kind of poke at it and I just, <laughs> from a distance, to see if I can open yeah, it. Yeah, you poke it and it begins sliding open. Door's unlocked. Can I come out of the box? Uh, you look like a cute little turtle, but yeah, you get out of there. Okay. All right. I'm not in combat. When can I do rolls? You, we can make the rolls now or like someone in the party can, you know, take an action to stabilize you, I think is what they call it, and you're just at zero. Yeah, they yeah. can take an action yeah. to stabilize Can I try you. and stabilize Matid as a medicine check? Yeah, medicine check. Oh, come on, bird. 16? Yeah, you're able to stabilize like Matid. Over, over 10? So do they get one? Yeah. Barney, feed her like a mama bird. It's what she's. It's what they're used to. Bring her. Bring him back to health. Here, take this roll and just... <laughs> Matid is up. Like Matid has uh, been been resuscitated. No, no, no. You I'm need so... you need to go back down. We'll, we'll nurture you back oh, to the. Oh, I have a potion of healing. You're still unconscious. A stable creature doesn't make death saving throws. It does remain unconscious though. Quick, everyone, gather sticks and things why to make a nest. I, why don't I just carry Matid? If you stay at this state for a while, eventually you do regain one hit point. Can we like do a short rest? Yeah, if you want to before you go through the door, I think you all could take a short rest now that the dagger has been taken out and the room's warmed up and not so brutally cold. All right. Okay. Up to you guys. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think if you tell anyone to uh, take a short rest, they will do it. No, nobody has to uh, pick up and lug Matite around. 
I don't think, now I have to do a long rest to get rid of my exhaustion. I was like, does going down to death take away exhaustion? Nope, you still wake up exhausted. Oh, you're tired. Sevens. A short rest would be lovely. And I'm gonna go ahead and just give me my healing. Good news, everybody, I'm at full health. Do we still have those five from Barney? I think that lasts it's for an hour. Is that no, eight, hours. eight hours. Eight hours. Oh, so, yeah. And he hasn't yes. done a spell. Okay, so we still have that. All right. Uh, before we go, uh, Chip wants to take a gander outside and see if the coast is clear. Okay, so everyone's ready to go, done with your short rest, but before really going through the door, Chip, you want to peek your head through and just kind of like see what's on the other side? Sure. You peek your head through the door and the odor of salt and raw meat fills your lungs. You're looking at the back of a fairly vacant butcher shop. Uh, in front of you is a vendor wearing a bloody apron with a muscular chest and arms, but scrawny legs. She's currently hacking away at a juicy flank of meat with a serrated cleaver, but you notice she seems to be sniffling while doing it. She doesn't seem to have noticed you watching her. Okay. Could uh, Elga see if there's any blood on the ground or like dripping anywhere? Yeah, I would say that since the room is defrosting, that there would be like blood and juices in the room on the floor. Could Elga scoop up some and drink some very privately? So gross. So gross. Yes, but I don't know if that counts like for your ability. Okay. I think it had to be... Fresh. Some, yeah, fresh. Chip pokes his head back into the room and says, Okay, we're still in the meatpacking plant area. Uh, Elga, stop licking the floor. <laughs> uh, uh, just making sure. I thought it was water, and sure. I know we might be thirsty after such a treacherous... I know we uh, might be thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> after such a treacherous journey down here. Uh, there seems to be an emotionally vulnerable butcher outside. They have skipped leg day. We should approach with caution. Why do you think emotionally vulnerable. Uh, they seem to be sniffling. So it's either, you know, they just went through a breakup and they've been listening to a lot of the T-Swift or they're cutting onions too. Or maybe it's cold. Allergies. Maybe they have a cold. That has been known to happen from time to time. It has been a little cold down here. We should approach with caution because they do have a large cleaver. I volunteer you, Chip, with all your charisma to help us out with this. Hachi chachi, a vote of confidence from Mateed. Okay. Well, if do you guys want to go. I agree with Mateed. <laughs> Turn it down a notch, Barney. I, I love when Barney interjects. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll walk outside. I'll, I'll make my presence abundantly clear. How are you going to do that? Hey there! It's me, oh. Chip Haney! <laughs> I thought like you were going to stomp or something, not like scream and scare the person with a yeah. cleaver. You seem to be at work, and I'm so sorry to bother you, but I'm a, I'm a little turned around, and I'm just needing to get the heck out of here, you know? The butcher turns around, somewhat startled uh, at your loud exclamation, uh-huh. and looks at you, and you can see it seems like she's fighting back tears. Where where did you come from? Well, uh, we were in the town, you know, the bazaar, and then a bunch of frogs just jumped out of nowhere and started exploding. And uh, so we, we had to get to the nearest escape. We went down a big old slide, uh, and then we ended up in this here freezer. And now I'm talking to you, and you seem to be a little troubled. What's uh, unshoulder your burden on me? What's going on? Before we get to that, what was the name of the bazaar you were at? Are we here, or is it just Chip? She's kind of, I kind of, I kind of. I think it's just Chip. Uh, do they hear? Do they hear it? Could they like whisper? Uh, Matid knows it and is not saying it. <laughs> I know it too. It's the uh, just Chip Bazaar. You, you, all, you all heard the question. You all can see Chip stumbling. It's yeah. called Bonish Bazaar. Bonish Bazaar. Give yourself an inspiration die, Barbara. Yeah. Oh. I'm loving. Sorry, John. <laughs> I know you know. Uh, no, no, no. Right. Matid in character heard that um, uh, that they were asking. Uh, chip and, and did not dump. give it, did not get The problem is that I hate my job. I love animals and I can't stand the fact that I have to do this to make ends meet. Oh. Aha. Uh-huh. I wish I could just follow my true passion. True um, passion. Oh, make- <laughs> I got you. That was a delayed one, yeah. guys. I like that. Make I can take meet. it. Yeah. yeah. What's your true passion? Sailing. I love to fix up my old boat and just sail along the canals. Well, what can we do to get your boat fixed up? I I don't know. It's just so much uncertainty. Well, how much is that going to cost you? I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, I don't know. Then I'd have to stop working, find another job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, do you want to spend your whole life hacking up old animals and you, you feel bad about doing it? Or you want to follow your dreams, huh? Are you following your dreams? 
Oh yeah, I kill for a living. It's great. I'm missing my wife. She seems to be gone and I can't- How could you kill? Well, I mean, I'm real good at it and I kind of- I've got, you know, I find joy in it sometimes. You find joy in this bloody work? Yeah, because if you find bad people and you're ending their life and they're stopping them from wrongdoing, you know, we also live in a world where ghosts exist. One of my best friends is a ghost, you know, there's life after death. Oh, oh, so you only kill bad people. You never kill good people. Yeah. Mateed looks around as you mentioned that, just trying to find out who you're pointing at. <laughs> the ghost friend. Should we just silently close the door? Yeah. <laughs> Mateed is nodding their head and just helping you close it. Back to my question, though. How much that yeah. going to cost you to, to repair them that their boat? It's not so much the cost, just the time. Sitting down, not working, and putting the effort into it. And yeah, Barnown, if you heard me, you can go in if you want. I just want to say that life is short and you can go your whole life dreaming of what you want to do and working on it. And before you know it, it's almost over. So I wouldn't, I would, don't, don't hit that meat all day. Yeah. Hey, what's, what's your name, by the way? My name is Pamila. That's a beautiful name. The name of a sailor. And what kind of creature was this? Some bizarre looking uh, humanoid person wrapped up in wrappings like a lot of the other citizens here in Carcassook. You know... You're right. She takes a long, hard look at Barney. I should get going while I still can. <laughs> I, I, I'd be happy to help you fix up your boat. I'm a bit of a carpenter. Yeah, he's got like mending stuff. Oh, magic. Ooh. Oh, oh, there's no need. I'm already so indebted to you for giving me the confidence to go about my ways. Here, in fact, take this. She reaches into her pocket and puts 10 silver pieces in each of your hands, Barney and Chip. I give them back. No, I couldn't possibly no. accept this. Yeah, you, you, you need this. Oh, you're too kind. Thank you. I'm going to go and release all the animals in the seaport and go fix up my boat and set sail right away. Ahoy, matey. See you later. I'll take the silver if nobody <laughs> else is going to. No, no, no. She needs it to survive. Okay. She runs out the door. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Perhaps we should follow this person because we are in need of procuring a boat ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Pamela. Uh, Pamela's gone. Okay. Do you, do you want to do chases. a quick look around the room in case there's anything else in here? Yeah, it's just like a quaint shop with rustic wooden shelves, an array of carefully curated cuts of meat. You know, the front of the shop's like a large glass window looking out to the street where there's like a pen of livestock. And the lettering on the window reads, Pamela's Protein. Matid, you, uh, you know, quickly see what's going on and try to follow Pamela, but uh, she has bound out the door and uh, down the street. Just past all the animals she was supposed to release. Beyond the butcher shop, there's a pair of long streets that are, are now filled with bleeding, bellowing livestock. You name it. Camels, mules, boar. They're all out and about uh, as Pamela runs down the street, letting them out, cackling. At the end of the roads to the south is a seaport docked with a few boats. Well, guys, we're going to the seaport. we got to find a boat. Do you think Pamela would allow us to join her? You guys became such quick friends. Yeah, it's worth a shot. What the heck? Do we see which boat she got on? She got onto uh, a, like a kind of a small dinghy and is uh, you know currently rowing out from the seaport. Is the is the mummy still with us? Yes. Is there a boat you think we should take, mummy? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure we can commandeer some rowboats down at the seaport. Oh, okay. Can I look around and see if there's any ones that are damaged or not being used? So the seaport's like at the oh, end of the road. You, know, you, all down these are, roads. Right, you all are still at the northern end of the road. All right, let's start power walking down that way. Everyone roll me perception checks. 22. 16. Good lord, 6. 16. Just not my day for rolling. It's because you came out of the dark so quickly, so your eyes are still adjusting. Know. and dilating pupils. I stepped on a crack or something. Got cursed. Everyone except for Mateed notices like an acrid, smoky smell to the air. Can we look and see if it's like in the wind or anything, if it's coming from one area? Make an investigation check, Barney. 13. It seems like it's coming from up above. Uh oh. Are we getting at seven deadly sins? Or not at seven deadly sins? What is it? All like the frogs? The plagues. And you plagues. look up and storm clouds seem to be forming overhead, and a hail of fireballs begins oh, raining no. from the sky throughout the seaport all around you. E. We better get out of here before the firstborn is taken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nasty plague. Yeah, let's, let's 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 like hustle to the to the boat. Looks like we're gonna have to make our way down this road. Yeah. Can we start going northwest? Is there any like wagons or anything that we can 
speed this up with? Yeah, there are like some carts that you feel would probably be pulled by beasts of burden, which are now oh. out running around wildly in the street trying to dodge fireballs that are falling from the sky. Are there any that look nice? I'll be any the beasts that look nice or like, any? No, no, beasts. Like nice, friendly beasts of burden. Sometimes they might have been nice, but right now they're all panicked and beginning to run around wildly. Can we just run? Yeah, let's, eh, let's just run. Yeah. You begin uh, running, which seems to spook some of the, the livestock even more, and they begin running too, like running alongside you wildly. This is about to be a Noah's Ark situation. <laughs> I was thinking more like Lion King, like wildebeest stampede yeah. heading down that way. Very much uh, that way. Everyone, for fun, let's make a dexterity saving throw. Jeez. 11. Nine. Do I see this though? Can I? Yes, you have uh, advantage on this one. 24. Oh, oh Matid, look I at know. you. 20 for Elga. Chip and Barney, some of the larger livestock kind of bump into you all a few times, roughing you up, you know, bruising you in the ribs a little bit. So each of you takes one point of damage. Lame. Move. Lame. Hush. Okay. <laughs> You've already, like, taken us down to, like, We're nothing. So soft. Oh, fine. Uh, everyone make another dexterity no, saving no. throw. Hush. The fireballs are falling all around you. Oh, so we're actually doing another dexterity yeah. saving. Are we actually? Okay. Yeah. 20. Yes. 21. 22. Mm, 17. I hate you all. Okay, yeah, you yeah, all are able you get. to that's what you get, effectively uh, okay. uh, dodge out of the way of the fireballs God. that are falling from the sky all around you. You run, and you see docked in the harbor, there's a pair of rowboats being looked after by a guard. We can take these rowboats, get out of the seaport, and travel the Kaharian canals to the northeast. Karen Canals? Okay, run up to the, yeah. the guard. Okay. What's your name? <laughs> My, what? Who are you? What's your name? It's really strange when the elderly just run up and go, What's your name? Uh, <laughs> son. People call me uh, Roddy. Roddy, quickly. We need to escape. There's the, 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 the entire village is being overrun by animals and fire. I can see. What, what happened? I don't know, but we all have to leave. Let's get these boots and run. So we'll, we'll make sure you're safe. We're expert rowers. Come on, Rowdy. Let's go, Rowdy. Come on. Uh, we can't go. Uh, you don't want to lose your life. Rowdy, come on. It's what's what's do it. Do it. Make a persuasion check with advantage just because Chip was yelling, do it, do it. That's a 19. Rowdy says, oh, uh, okay. He throws down uh, his sword and begins releasing the moorings of the rowboats. Better boy, Rowdy. Keep your sword. You might want it. And I give it to him. As we get it. And then... Can we get all get in the boats? Yeah. Come on, new guy. <laughs> Roddy uh, goes to uh, jump onto the boats, and as he does so, a uh, fireball from the sky oh. falls down and hits him and knocks him into the water. Oh, um, Roddy! He sinks to the bottom of the canal, unmoving. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. I, I salute for just the second, and then we get around the boat. <laughs> so is he dead? Yes. Could I dive in and bite him? <laughs> there you go. Sure, you can try mouth to neck resuscitation. Yeah. Don't be a hero, no, Elga. Elga, no. No, she's just doing good. Look, she's giving him mouth to mouth. Oh, in the in the in the water. What a brave young lady she is. You dive into the water, and as you do so, you see Roddy pop back up out of the water oh. as a hordoom, and he begins to slowly yeah. starting to shamble over towards the boat. You did it. Way to go, Elga. He's Could fine. I, uh, do my bite of sucking. Sure. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration die on that one because I only rolled a nine. It's 25. Oh, yeah. It successfully hits. During. Or attaches or latches. Six points of damage. Mm. Yeah. You're able to latch on to the Horduum, formerly known as Roddy, and drain its life force. You get HP for that? The bloodthirsty bite bloodthirsty gives you. Bite. Oh, okay. That's a form of my bite of sucking. This one just procs this is an attack. your knee to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matita's is already rowing. Okay. Guys, I have bad news about Roddy. No, no, don't no, no. Tell us to no, us. No, no. Give it to us straight, doctor. Uh, he didn't make it. Oh. He was bleeding everywhere. <laughs> I don't know how drowning would do that, but it did. It's probably because Barney gave him his sword back. Oh, 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 Barney. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. Barney. Oh, go get back in the, in the boat. Okay. You all embark onto the canals, fire continuing to fall from the skies. But as soon as you leave the port, you notice the blazing hail does not seem to follow. Uh, you follow the coastline for a few minutes until the channel turns and you pass under a few bridges. A cool wind sweeps through your hair and feathers, and the lapping of water <laughs> against the boat makes for a soothing rhythm. Splash, splash, splash. Roll, roll, roll your boat. Chip me down the stream. Elga looks at Chip. Merrily, merrily! <laughs> 
for the first time since you entered the desert, you notice your sore feet feel cool. In fact, they feel wet. You look down and realize that your boat is taking on water. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. Faster and faster, the boats flood with water, and before you know it, you are sinking into the canal. You struggle to swim to shore, but the water feels thicker. Your breathing becomes hurried, and you can't seem to stay afloat. That's when you notice the color of the water has turned crimson red. Find out what happens on the next week of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Sounds like Elga's gonna have a great day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elga just comes out she's like doing laps. Yeah. <laughs> like the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka, but she's red. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it was a real fun episode. Get on in the water's great. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another new episode. Oh. We've seen a lot of posts on social asking about where they can get Stinky Dragon Dice. They are now in the Rooster Teeth store. Store.roosterteeth.com. Barble Gerbil, everyone. Uh, they I have this lovely little green uh, felt bag, and they look beautiful. With the logo, they, Stinky logo. They are. Uh, there's a limited number of quantity. Yeah, they all sold out at RTX, but we saved uh, half of the batch for sale online for the folks that yeah. could make it to Austin. So if you are interested, go order them now because... They will sell out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, quick update. While Chris and I are still working on the big puppet show, uh, you might notice that the puppet videos are going to slowly be replaced by animated videos. Woo! Which are cool. On our social, uh, we've got a, our team of animators who are working on RTA here at Rooster Teeth. They're going to be working with us on like cartoon versions. So uh, tune in for those. They're a lot of fun. They're very cute. And that's basically just to pull back the curtain. We don't have the ability to work on both the long form puppet show that we're working on and the mini versions for social. Right. The puppets are real divas. They won't work I know. on both yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. At a time. Uh, so yeah, fortunately we have our awesome animation team that's uh, helping us with that workload. So Woo-hoo! Go check them out. Socials are at Stinky Dragon Pod. Yes, sir. This episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon was produced by Ben Ernst, written, edited, and composed by Micah Reisinger with additional editing work by David Sanya. And this week's arrow question was submitted by user WolfMarauder39 on Reddit. Here's a quick shout out to some folks that interacted with us on social media recently, and here are some NPCs named after them in this episode. Ryder Wajad, aka The Mummy, named after user Ryder7S on Reddit. Pamela the Butcher, named after user Uncrystallized on Twitter. Also want to give a special thanks to some friends who provided voices for those characters in this episode. Ryder Wajad, The Mummy, voiced by Hannah McCarthy, at hello underscore Hannah. And Pamela the Butcher, voiced by Emily Weeks, at Emily Weeks. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon.